Yeah, it's all about the team, man. If like like you, if we have a project going on and I have some good people working with me, we can knock that. We can knock it out, and make it look pretty. But if we have a couple slugs on our team, oh man, it's gonna be a rough day. Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another exciting episode of uh, Live Let Thrive. Thrive. <laughs> <laughs> So, to harmonize with yeah, yeah. Uh, with the Skype, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're on Skype, what, part two? Our second try. Um, our last one was an eight-minute fail, I believe. <laughs> an eight- <laughs> That's what we're going to title the episode, Eight-Minute eight fail. fail. Yeah, but we had a good guest on. We had who? Um, Tyler, Tyler Work on. Um, Tyler Work. Yeah, yeah, Tyler Work was on. He's a pretty good guy, knows his stuff. He's the owner of Kobe and b But now we're back to another episode of just, what, Micah and Steve. The core crew. The core crew. So, the man, dudes. we actually haven't talked in a couple weeks. What's been going on in the Airbnb world on your Oh, own? man. First off, it's episode 42. We're Skyping it. Yep. So, this is a still a new experience. We tried, you know, we should have tried a, a Skype run-through with just you and me, but we went ahead and threw a guest in. Because <laughs> that's how we do it, man. Busy, man. Busy. We. That's how Airbnb... Uh... Airbnb. That's how LLT does it. Yes, sir. That's how we do it. So, in the Airbnb world, what you been up to, man? What I've been up to, um, well, actually, I, I you know, I'm, I, I told you I love uh, South Padre Island, right? Yeah. And I, I, I did. I just keep getting this this tug, this pull, and I and I've, and I've continued to look for um, condos over there. I've always, I've never stopped. You know. I've oh, you, you've been still been looking for condos over there. I still, I still looking, dude, and I still see some good ones pop up every now and then, and you know, I just, um, I just, I just, something's pulling me over there, and I, and I want to be there at least part of the year, you know, and then, um, I don't know if I'll transition to living there, mostly full time in the future, who knows? But I just always, I've always loved Padre Island, I've always loved South Texas, and so I, I, I we're pro- we're gonna take a trip. This, uh, I saw a condo that I liked. And we're going to take a trip this um, Tuesday coming up. And we're going to go um, with the real estate agent down there, Leilani. What's up, Leilani? And we're going to go scout out some, check out some condos while we're there. You know, take a little two-day trip over there and so, um, scout out some condos. Are you planning to Are you planning to buy for short-term, corporate? What's your plan? I think, I think um, I plan, we want to buy one. I, I've gone back and forth with this, and the, and the arbitrage thing makes a whole bunch of sense. But then, um, with the arbitrage thing, it doesn't really take in, into um, what's it called consideration. In, in my in my point of view, is like if there's a if there's a really undervalued market, and there's a lot of things coming to that market, and it's going to be blowing up. Yeah, you could arbitrage, and then that renter, you know, as soon as the everything goes back up again, that that person that written to you say, well, I was written to you for twelve hundred, but now it's two thousand. You know what I'm saying? Whereas if you would have bought it, you'd be locked in on that that mortgage for a thousand forever. You know what I'm saying? Even if the market doubled or whatever in the future, I'm, I'm not saying it's gonna double. But we got SpaceX going that way. Elon Musk bringing his his crew down there. Oh. We got some cruise ships gonna start stopping, start stopping over there. You know, as a, a port of call. They got some other big things coming to South Padre Island. So I was like, well, so Padre, Padre is gonna become a port. 
a call? It's gonna be a, that's what they're voting on to become a port of call. I think I think they, I think it passed actually to For become real? a port of call, and that's kind of big. Hey, do you think um, speaking of stuff like that, like stuff that's coming, do, how do you think this new Dallas to Houston metro train thing that's supposed to get you there in 90 minutes is going to affect? You think that can have an effect on Airbnbs, more people coming to town, or what? Especially on weekends, because I know that's when I would use it. Yeah, I know that it's gonna be. I know. Here's one thing about it that I that I kind of don't like is it's gonna be like 200 bucks round trip, and that's kind of high to get on a a train. I mean, I I guess if you compare it to an airplane rate, whatever, it's not bad, not a bad deal. But you can get that um, cheap on an airplane, but, bro. Huh? Yeah, you, you can get, get that cheap that about on 45 bucks. Yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. And but this this super train or whatever is gonna be like 200 bucks round trip. That's a lot of money. So I don't know. I don't know who's going to be using it and what effect it's going to be. Um, it, it might be a lot of day trippers coming in, you know. I don't know if they're going to need an Airbnb to sleep at, if they're going to just, boom, you know, do some yeah. business and do some whatever, have some dinner, and then j- jump up jump up on it later in the night and go back home, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. The, yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's I mean, there's, yeah, get in the way of progress and, and usually do pretty good. Yeah, I'm, he- I'm hearing a lot of pushback on it. Like, people don't want it, and uh, I don't know why. You know what I mean? Uh, it seems like it'll be good. I'm, I'm definitely for it. I love hitting the H-Town every now and then, but I didn't know it was going to be that much. Yeah, for that yeah, much, I ain't about to price- do that. I might as well. You might as well drive. Yeah, I mean, it's going to take you four hours. Here, but, 200 bucks round trip. Yeah, it might take you two and a half but, hours, three and a half hours. But. It might help with business meetings and stuff like that. 90 minutes, boom, oh, yeah. boom, boom. Yeah. might help on, the business community a lot. I don't know on about On company it. time, they pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't be a commuter. You can't live in Houston and work in Dallas kind of thing. Well, that's what my coworkers were saying. They're like, but if it's $200 a pop, that's good. you can't do that. Nah, unless, unless like you do what I do. Like I have a guy named Mike at my job. He actually work, lives in Houston, but he works here. Um, he doesn't drive up every day. He just comes in every couple of weeks or whatever. He just comes up every couple of weeks. You you know what? Um, alrighty. <laughs> you know what? Um, yeah. A fan from Hawaii, which is cool. We're getting fans from from all over the globe. That's yeah. pretty neat. And um, oh, what's her name? It slipped out of my head right now. Do you remember? Uh, can you pull up your email? My email. Or no. Uh, or live let thrive email. Anyways, we got a fan in Miami. Yeah, and we'll, I'll give her a shout out as soon as I get her name. And Mike is looking for her name. But she um, she hit us up. She's talking about you know she likes the show this and that, and she and she mentioned oh and she thought that and the, she put a, a little compliment in the in the end. She's like, and I love how the the families are in the background. Keep that going on because she likes yeah. that touch of the show. And I was like, oh, pretty neat. I never thought of that. Yeah, I usually neither. freak out when the baby starts you know getting fussy and stuff like that. Shout and out I'm to like, Bonnie Jones. Bonnie. Bonnie Jones? Yeah, Bonnie Jones. Was that Bonnie Jones? And um, what else was she asking? She asked some questions for the show? Uh, well, no, she was asking timeshare questions. Oh, timeshare time questions. Question I asked her to, but, okay, we should make a whole timeshare show, man. What are we messing around with Airbnb for? Timeshare <laughs> show? Yeah, yeah, we could. We got to get, we've been saying we got We got to get somebody on. Well, we already did. We had, I, we've been directing people to Sue. Sue knows how to get them. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sue, That's know true. How to, Sue knows how to get that timeshare game popped off. 
She's going to hook me up with the timeshare. She is? Yeah, because uh, my boy just bought one, too. From her? Uh, I, I don't know. I think he went through some type of third-party market. Um, my thing is, I'm going to see what he gets with his timeshare. I want to make sure he gets everything, because if you don't get everything, man, that's... Ugh. That's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I didn't want to get into telling people to go buy a timeshare, because I know for a fact it'll be a ripoff to just buy one, and but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you see the in the background? L L Tizzle. Yeah, yeah. We're actually. I'm, I'm gonna have mine in my background soon. Mahogany's working yeah. on like a big. She's working on some. What's it called? A uh, like a drawing or whatever. Her and her friend, or and they're gonna. I think it's gonna be yours. The one you drew. Oh, cool. Yeah, man. Well, that, was, that was a dope one. That was dope. Oh yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, another thing I did at work. You know, you gotta utilize your time at work, bro. Yes, sir. But and so, yeah, so we got the family touch to the show, and people like that. For some yeah, reason. it's pretty dope. Yeah, because everyone always says, man, I love it when your wives are on, so. <laughs> Probably more than when we're on, right? Yeah, yeah, they'll be able to get to see our wives now. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're going to be like um, superheroes now, right, with this Skype thing? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> oh, that, here's another touch I'm adding to my Airbnb. Um, in order to get my rates up, because I want to, at my house, I want to eventually get my rates up to eight hundred to a thousand a month. I'm gonna add printers to each of the rooms. Ooh, business yeah, ready. Business ready. I'm gonna add printers, like little. I found some little thirty dollar printers off Amazon, just USB printers. You can just plug your laptop in them. Yeah, yeah. Write that one down. I see you taking notes. Yeah, I'm writing it down. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Put printers in there. So I'm, I'm trying to go full blown business ready as possible. Um, nice TVs, everything. So I'm, I'm about to. Like next few months, by this time, by the end of the year, I want my house to be full blown. Not only just paying for itself, but a cash flowing asset. And while I'm living here, that'll be dope. You know what I mean? Nice. Yeah. Because so. your house is your biz- biggest expense, man. If you can nix that, boom. Yeah. If you can nix that, you're you're done. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that is your biggest <laughs> expense. Yeah. Um. I was. I was thinking too oh today driving home i, I was like like oh man I was, I was almost podcast burned out i don't know if your fans ever or our fans ever experienced this listening to so many podcasts you're like okay i'm up to my eyeballs and in inspiration but i still ain't doing sh- nothing oh so you gotta listen to that adam james episode get off your butt and start doing something you know, you, that's what I'm saying. Well, you know, every, people can, and that's what I, and, and, it's, and it's easy to just throw on a podcast and like, wow, I'm all hyped up. All right, time to clock into work. You, uh, you know, know it's kind of like. No, I'm happy you said that because my biggest thing is after listening to that Adam James episode, I mean, not even listening to it while talking to him. I was literally writing a business plan. I've already executed and I've already got my first client. Um, you got your arbitrage. Oh, we're yeah. going to talk about your arbitrage. Yeah, yeah. I got my first client. But the thing is, you can do two things with inspiration. You can sit on it and let it die, or you can act on it. Like, if you have an idea, you got to do something. Either write it on a piece of paper, put it on a calendar, or just act on it. You know what I mean? That's what I did. I acted on it. You know, I'm, I'm not going to let inspiration. Don't let inspiration die, man. Act on it. Do something with it. Straight up. What was that quote that I sent you that he said? And that no- I'm, During the taping, yeah, knowledge without action. Knowledge without action is only insight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you, that, you stood up and clapped, man. You were clapping. Yes, sir. You I were. was clapping. I was like, that is definitely true. Knowledge without action is only insight. See, and people, and then, that's how people are starting to, that's what YouTube is now, though. You know what I mean? You have a bunch of insightful people on there. Yeah. 
very much. And then, you know? and then you told him to. Um, oh, the, he asked you. He asked you what you were doing, and you said, "Oh, I, I, I just wrote, I just wrote some business plans down." And he's like, "What? Who's this guy?" Yeah. Steve, could you could you hit could you hit him with a brick for me? <laughs> <laughs> don't stop, man! Don't stop. You got to keep going. A lot of people, a lot of people, just sit there and let it die. Don't let it die. Go. If you have an idea, like seriously, if you're pod, listen to a podcast on your way to work, and you come up with something while sitting in your car, I'll pull over and write, take a note down of what I'm going to do. That's pull over on the side of the freeway and just write, write it down. Keep a pen, pen and pad with you at all times. Hell yeah. Straight up. And the Adam James Adam James episode was episode thirty-eight, right? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Thirty-eight. I'm sorry. Thirty-eight. 38. Kim and Am was thirty-seven. Kim and Am. That man, they got it. They're marketing. They market hard. Oh bro. yeah! Shout out to them. You guys know how to market. Kim and Am. Shout out. They're straight up. You guys marketed the hell out of that episode. Because we you, look at face, Facebook. Um, Kim and Am. Kim and Ann live on Facebook. Yeah. Matter of fact, you guys actually broke the record for most. What was it? The fastest to 100 downloads. Yeah, they yeah they obliterated 100 in one day, man. They got they put us on blast on every channel, dude. Yeah, that, shout out for the marketing, <laughs> straight up. Shout out. We got to start doing and that every so, time we drop one. You know what? Just going to all those Airbnb groups like they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, marketing, man. And marketing and Adam and Adam James. He um broke him and YouTube his crew record. are all about the YouTube, man. Yeah, they broke the YouTube record. So. Yeah, we're like at 100 now on the YouTube. Yeah. Oh, we, it's like. Usually it, it lags behind, way behind, you know. Now yeah. people people listen to the, the, our show mostly on iTunes, you know, on their yeah. iPhones. And Adam James but. crushed the YouTube, man. <laughs> Real. He put us on blast too. Yes, so sir. yeah, it's really cool, man. Uh, we're getting we're getting a lot of fan um, feedback and stuff, and we and we dig it, man. Straight up. And so um, another another thing, I thought you'd find this cool. I was frustrated with my my email at work saying that um, hey. It's uh, your email is going to be full. You won't be able to receive or send. And one day, and then the other day, I just I deleted every single email I've ever sent, received, everything. At work, you're at working. My job. Or... Dang. And it gave me a little trophy. It said, "You're all caught up." And I was like, "Dang, why didn't I do that sooner?" I mean, maybe it's not as important as as <laughs> I know your emails are probably very important. Oh, and yeah, in my yeah. field, you know, semi-important. But I just deleted every single email. I had zero emails, and I just my, my brain felt. Clean, felt clear, dude. Real. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you clean up a bunch of clutter, yeah, you always feel that relief. New slate. And so, and, yeah, and so clutter can't only be just in your house. It just it could be in your emails. Your um, your phone gets filled up with pictures, videos. I mean, it's it's just like it's everywhere, bro. Dang, sounds like you're talking to mahogany. Yeah. <laughs> pictures. <laughs> oh man, she's about to come over here in a minute. But yeah, man. So yeah, a lot of clutter. Get rid of it. Start doing so you, something. Go ahead. So uh, go into your um, your arbitrage, dude. I'm dying to hear this. All right. So while I was talking to Adam, I think it was a couple weeks ago, I'm listening to him talk. Like he says, he just pretty much said, he pretty much does what a wholesaler does. What does a wholesaler do? Finds a property that needs to be sold and then goes and links up and finds a buyer, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. So I'm like, dang, I can do that with arbitrage. And all I do is I already know where to get the clients. I get the clientele. I just go find them a place to put them. So right now, I just, the guy, he, he, I, uh, he hit me up saying I needed a place. I was like, okay. I told him one of my places that he wanted, I told him it wasn't available because it, it would be available, but it was too small for him and he, he wants pets. So I just 
went and found him a place to stay. <laughs> so I pretty much <laughs> sent him a whole bunch of uh, places, you know. I was like, hey, here's all these places. Tell me which one you like. And he's like, uh, he, he's, you know, once he emails me back, tells me which one he likes, I'll just go up to the owner and tell him, hey, I got a corporate client. I'll pay you this. And boom, I'm done. That's it. And it works. Yeah, it works. <laughs> simple, man. It's simple. Easy money, man. And that was that email you sent out about looking for a spot in Grapevine, right? Yep. Oh, oh but sorry, I found something place. out, man. Grapevine's expensive. I told you, dude. You know how much it is to rent a house out there? Houses were like 2200 to 2500 a month. Just long-term renting. Long-term renting. Imagine wow. if they put those... Imagine if they furnished them. Oh, man. They'd be killing it. Oh, my God. I don't... Well, you said that lady has a duplex. You know when what? you're trying to buy. You know what? She may be able... I, I can now see why she wants so much for that duplex. It ain't worth it to buy it, but I can see what she I see what she's doing now. But at the same time, I'm looking at her. She only charges thirty five hundred a month. She's ripping herself off. In my opinion. Oh, to rent both sides? To rent one side. Oh, thirty five hundred a month? For each. So it's like seven thousand dollars a month. That's good money, dude. Yeah, but you can go up to four thousand. Four thousand each side? Yeah. Especially if to rent an unfurnished place is twenty two hundred to twenty five hundred, yeah, I'd be charging four thousand each side. That's eight thousand dollars. What your mortgage, everything probably comes out to twenty five hundred after retirement down on a beach. I'm chilling. <laughs> now you're making me want to go give her that six hundred fifty grand. No. <laughs> hey, the math works, right? Straight up, man. Hang on, Will, Will Coleman wanted me to. He's like, he goes, the math works. You can get it. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. What have you learned from your job that helps you with your REI career, your real estate investing career? Always have good vendors. Meaning vendors, meaning connections, people that can do stuff for you. That's one thing. Like I work in IT, so you got to have good vendors. Um, if your vendors suck, it's going to be a tough time and Straight up, that's how I, that's how real estate is too. You got to have a good team around you. Right, right. Yeah, um, I was listening to a, a guy. A guy told me something. This is when I really took off. With, not real estate, but just generating more income. I was listening to Boyce Watkins. He goes, "If you want to make more money, you got to thrive in it. You got to thrive in money." And so once I started doing that, like thriving in ways to make more money, generate more income, it started working for me, man. So now I'm doing the arbitrage thing. Then I meet meet people that are doing what we do, and it's helping me further my business. So, yeah, but from the work, your answer your question would definitely be, uh, it would definitely be vendors, a good team around you. That's what it is, a team. Okay, so, like, how would that translate to um, to real estate? I mean, a vendor. Because, I mean, I guess we're going out and trying to buy houses and, and either flip them or rent them. Yeah. What, what would represent the vendor? Good real estate agent. Um, oh, I see. Good wholesaler. Uh, you can have uh, my wife. Perfect example. She's a good teammate. We uh, like when we got this client, Hogany just start going on Zillow, finding places and sending them. Like, hey, here, this, 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 this. You know what I mean? So stuff like that. You gotta have a team, man. Squad. How did you find that client again? Um, I have a. I pretty much listed my property on like um, a third party site, and he came to me. And I just told him, hey, here's this place. I also have it listed on Airbnb as well. And uh, I told him it wasn't available. So when, this is another thing, man. 
if your place ain't available, this is why I, I added you to a comment in uh, at Al Williamson's group. Al Williamson said what he does is, I, Al Williamson and a guy named Jay Martin that's in his group, he goes, hey, if I don't have a place available, I'll go find a place and I'll tell them, hey, if you want, I'll put you in a hotel for a couple of weeks until my place is ready. You get your money back. <laughs> that was pure genius, man. I was like, dang. So man. it's just a matter of getting clientele. It's just like being a wholesaler, man. You're the middleman. That's all you are. He walks softly and carries a big stick. Straight up. As Adam James um, noticed. Yeah. Straight up, man. <laughs> Straight up. That dude's on the next level. Straight up. That's cool. I guess from my job, what have I learned? Yeah, what have you learned? What have I learned? That, um, geez, what have I learned? <laughs> have I learned? <laughs> I guess, I guess, um, yeah, yeah, it's all about the team, man. If like like if we have a project going on and I have some good people working with me, we can knock that we can knock it out and make it look pretty. But if we have a couple slugs on our team, oh man, it's gonna be a rough day. Straight We're up. not gonna get very much done. Straight up. And um and that and that's the hardest part, I guess. If you're gonna scale your business, you got to start hiring people or at least partnering partnering with people. It's crucial, right? Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, yeah, you can go go it alone for so long, but um, at one point you're gonna have to grow. You're gonna have to bring people in the mix, and that's the that's the hardest part, man. Yeah. I think is finding the right people um, and firing the wrong people. <laughs> um, I think I think it's pretty easy, like where we are now. I think it's pretty easy to get the right people because look what we're doing. We got Airbnb meetup. We got bigger pockets. I think we've put ourselves in position to where we can find those people, and it's pretty easy. You know what I mean? Oh, man. We're getting bombarded with people. Exactly. Look at this podcast. It's bringing us people. Right, right. Straight up, man. Yeah, there's the other dude that hit, that hit us up on the email. He wants to he wants to come on the podcast. He's going to be coming out next week. Lenny Shaw. Lenny Shaw. And what's his story? I don't know. He, he, that was my first time hearing from him as well, man. <laughs> He's a listener, you know what I mean? But that's what's up. You know, now he gets to come on. We're going to advertise his uh, listings for him, and we're good to go. You know what he I mean? He did tell us to um, check out this um, this website to help us improve our podcast. So Yeah, I think he was trying to low-key give us some pointers, saying you, so, we, you guys suck. What's up with that? You want to be on our show or what? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the Airbnb employee I possibly had, he, he uh, said no. I think I already – I may have already told our listeners that. Oh, he don't want to get fired? Yeah, yeah. You know, he's probably got that, you know, the whatever shut going up clause. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shut up clause, you know. <laughs> STFU clause. <laughs> yeah, so he said no, so uh, that won't be happening. So you got a wholesaler. You were texting me his um, your text messages the, with the wholesaler. I'm not going to put his name. 5,000 under, under the, what's it called? Under market. Under market? Under, wow. No, no, no. 55,000. Under the um, appraisal, right? Because yeah. he called me last week. He's like, hey, man, um, I seen your post on Bigger Pockets. I know you're looking for a duplex. I said, yeah. He goes, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on my wholesaling list. I said, cool. Send whatever you got to me. He calls me today. Texts me. He says, hey, man, I got a, I got a duplex. Needs no repairs. 210 to turn it till 2018. And he goes, and it's $55,000 under the appraisal. I'm like, so I sent him a text. I showed you my text. I was like, $55,000 under the appraisal and needs repairs. And I put a little, uh, uh, what is it, what they called, emoji in there. Mm, yeah, a little, a little thinking man. Yeah. So I, he goes, hey, I can send you photos. I was like, okay, cool, send me some photos. 
So I text you like an hour later and I showed you the message that he hadn't hit me back. So he ends up sending me pictures of the place, right? But it's unfurnished. Like, ain't nothing like it's, it's some stock photos he probably got off. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm like thinking, I'm like, eh, I don't know about this one. So, plus, I don't want no renters in there that long. I, I'm, I'm all about cash flow. I'm maximizing my cash flow. I can't have you in there a year. I'm making 600 bucks a month. Nah. Yeah, there's a lot of horror stories with um, inherited tenant, tenants, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. So I'm like, why is this guy selling? You have a beautiful place, needs no repairs, but you have tenants in there? Hell no. Yeah, man. You gotta be with careful. No furniture. With yeah, you gotta be careful with these wholesalers, man. I don't ever put no names on blast, but yeah, you gotta be careful with them. I'll just say that. And they're trying to make a buck. I mean, a lot of them are, some of them are shady, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's business, but you know, do your due diligence. I did mine. I, I'm good on that. <laughs> just saying. I, I met one at a at a meetup when I started throwing meetups, and uh, like I said, I won't mention any names. And but um. <laughs> And he came up with, and he's like, "Yeah, man," because I, 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 there was there was two dudes that I kept in track with, you know, because we we met up at a meetup, and I was asking him one of one of the guys in notes, the other guy's a wholesaler, and so I was always I was always throwing a text at him, you know, we're trying to encourage each other. So how's your uh, real estate game, uh, real estate uh, journey going? This and that. Yeah. And they were they'd be like, um, "Oh, you know, going good." And and the dude with the notes, he was pretty honest. You know, ah, you know, it's going pretty slow. You know, I found a few prospects, but didn't work out. He's being real honest. The other guy, you know, he's like super, um, like he just watched Tony Robbins, you know, <laughs> some of his real motivational. And he's, oh man, I got some, I, you know, I did, I did a few deals. He even sent it like a, put, you know, texted us a check, you know, evidence that he did a deal or something. And, um, oh, here comes my tea. See, now I can function correctly, man. Cause I got my tea. There's What's my up, baby. Lupita? There's our baby. And Lupita, say hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah, that's my beautiful wife and beautiful baby. What's hey, up? Very <laughs> good. Love you. Love you. Kiss my wife. All right. Sorry. Okay. All the mushy stuff out of the way. And um, we're all showing our kids today, right? And so, um, so anyways, though so that that guy, he's like, um, and I was like, dude, you getting all these deals? Throw me a deal. You know, I've been looking for a house. He was, oh, you know. I just got one in Arlington. Oh, he started bragging. It was one of the regular texts. How y'all doing? Blah blah blah. Yeah, I just closed on one in Arlington, man. I'm gonna hopefully I'm a wholesaler, make some good money. I do. What about me? You know, hook me up with a house, or you know, let me know yeah. some details. And he and he sent me a pic, like it was like an outside picture, right, or something, maybe something from Zillow. And um, and I was like, okay, yeah, you know, let me know the price. I'm kind of interested. And he was telling me about whatever eighty grand or whatever it was at the time. I was like, all right. And um, and then like he stopped answering my my questions, you know. I was like, "This is weird," you know. I'm trying to give him money here. <laughs> He's yeah. not giving me a price. And then all of a sudden, I, I said, "Dude, are you, you know?" I I would I asked a few days, "What's up with that house?" You know, you know. He said, "Oh, um, yeah, I think me and my me and my cousin or me and my my niece wanted to go ahead and try to to buy and hold it or something and fix it ourselves and buy and hold it." So, oh, okay, that's cool. You know, whatever. And then I asked like a few weeks later, I said, hey, what happened to that one house? You know, he goes, oh, I flipped that one. <laughs> yeah, I either, mean, either this house never existed. He was trying to brag on something that he didn't really have because a wholesaler. I mean, if they actually have a house, they're going to tell everybody about it. Right. Um, OK, because I tried my foot at wholesaling, but this is the game on it. This is the game of wholesaling. You're going to sell to the person who will give you the most. You know what I mean? Yeah, but 
at least put me in the mix to make an offer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, he he probably like, we, weren't, we weren't best friends or nothing. Yeah, I mean, he probably I don't know, man. And, and that's why a good thing about having a good team. Like, I have a couple wholesalers, but like Josh, our Josh, the listener, who one who listens, shout out to Josh. Check it out. He sent me three duplexes under the price that I wanted to pay. And he, because he found them, you know what I mean? And that's a good thing, you know what I mean? You, that's why I said good good connections, good vendors, you know what I mean? People that people that are all about it like you, man. You know, and wholesalers, they're great, you know, but they're hustlers. That's really what a wholesaler is. You got to hustle. It's a job. Really, it's a job. Because they got to up. They, they get paid when they, they flip them, you know, or whatever, wholesale them. Yeah. Arbitrage and, and see, and I'm starting to learn the first process of arbitraging is a job too, because after it's just like wholesaling, except for I'm getting paid on a monthly basis for my work. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, it, it is work. You know what I mean? And you notice, like in the early episodes of Bigger Pockets, they'd have a few wholesalers on there, and that's it sounded freaking awesome. How they do this? You know, they bought it for twenty and flipped it for a hundred. You know, it was crazy. And then, uh, but I mean. And that, that might have been true and whatever. But I, I noticed, uh, uh, of course, something in all of these guys. They, they seem like um, like really great talkers, really great, engaging characters. And like um, like like Adam James, they seem they seem like an Adam James where like he just talked to us for like a couple minutes. And it felt like that was our best friend. You know, like I told him I would buy like two cruise ship <laughs> cruises from him, you know. And then um, it just like it takes a, I think it really takes someone like that that can communicate well, that can become your best friend, one of those, you know, really, really outgoing persons mm-hmm. that could be a good wholesaler. You can't really be a timid, you know, kind of quiet type. I don't think that it would work too good if you're kind of a little antisocial. I think if you're like the the dude that everybody at work you know, loves to hang out with, you know, that that kind, that kind of guy makes a great wholesaler. Yeah, you got to have the gift of gab, man. Straight up, it's two ways to – it's two ways to get people to buy into what you have. You either better have money – or, or the game, the, the the information of the knowledge, or you just have to have a mouthpiece, man. Just like you said, you said uh, uh, <laughs> Grant Cardone, he's got a mouthpiece, man. He he's was, got a big mouthpiece, man. Talk he's you into he's some awesome. Bull. He will talk you I into some bull. I love hearing him, dude. He's I know. very inspirational. He'll talk you into some bull, you know. I'm not saying he will, but he can. <laughs> he has the ability to. You know what I mean? So I wanted to send him money, man. I would. How do I give you my money, Grant <laughs> Straight Cardone? Up. Let Straight me know. Up, I'm not accredited. Make me accredited. Straight up. And so. That's how it so, works. I mean, you know, government. Okay, I'll say one thing. We bash on the government a lot, and deservedly so, right? And um, it's going through a lot of turmoil right now. But that, that might be one little thing they got a little bit right was these these big these big cats that that go into these big deals that they they require they require the people to be accredited investors to go to dip this much money in with them, you know? Because mm-hmm. these guys, the fast the Grant Cardones, man, if anybody can give him money, which they do give him money, they buy his products. Mm-hmm. But if anybody could give him money to go on on these deals, man, he his pockets. I mean, he'd be the richest man on the planet, you know? A smooth talker like that. That's so, true. So I don't know. Sometimes the government does tries to watch out for the little man a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. I'm working on my smooth talker skills so I can get some more arbitrages going, man. <laughs> hey, gotta do it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, cause, okay, remember this. Remember when I said my, my goal to retire is I want to cash flow 10000 a month, right? So that's what got me. Adam James said, remember when he said, who has more money? The guy who makes a million dollars a year but only has $25,000 of what disposable income the guy who makes three hundred thousand a year and has seventy five thousand dollars worth of disposable income, 
When you do arbitrages, it's disposable income. Something yeah. breaks, it's on them. I'm, I was, and I did the math. I'm like, all I need is 10 arbitrages cash flowing me 1000 a month. That's it. That's all I need, man. And that was one of the questions I was going to ask you. Go ahead. Go when ahead. you get to the point when you can retire, you know, move to Ghana, you know, whatever you want to do in your retirement, I, I don't know. I don't know if you can sit steady. I was going to, I was wondering, are you still going to want to be hustling? Are you still going to want to be growing and stuff? Yeah, I'm going to still be hustling. It's just like I'll have more time to hustle and I'll have more time to relax. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want a job telling you when you can and can't go on vacation. You know what I mean? If you can, if you work for one month and the next month you want to go vacation for two weeks, you should be able to do that, have the freedom to do that. You know what I mean? Right. And like how you said, you want to fly around so your daughters can learn different languages and different countries and learn different cultures. That's what's up. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Definitely. And always look for opportunities no matter what. Exactly. Always walk in there looking for an opportunity wherever you go. That's how Jasper did it. I mean, look at what he did. He moved to all these countries. He found an opportunity, what, in the Philippines or South, South America? Uh, I think the Philippines and Colombia. I think those two spots. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, see, so he found opportunity, you know? I think it'll give you a, bright, a broader range of opportunity by traveling. Exactly, dude. Straight up. Meet people all over the world. People all over the world. And, um, yeah, man. I, that's what I think too. I mean, I guess like a lot of the guys saying the the bigger pockets dudes are like, yeah, you know, I I, I got to the financial freedom and I was just sitting on the beach and uh, for a few months and I was bored off my mind. Straight <laughs> you up, know, man. I wanted to get back into into the action, doing stuff, you know. Yeah, man. And I think yeah, I think I think you're like that. You got that personality. Oh yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm... Me, I, me, I just smoke smoke a dube on the beach and I'd be all right. <laughs> No, man, yeah, I, I got, I, I do have a hustle mentality. Like, Mahogany's the same way. Like, her grandmother owns her own business. Her grandfather owned his own business. Then, like me, my parents, they were business-minded, business-savvy. They didn't quite get to that point, but it was in, in me to do it. And they're, they're like, dang, you know what I mean? They see me doing it. So, it, it's a, it's a, I guess it's just in you, man, just to be, I just kind of want, want my own freedom. I, I kind of one thing that Grant Cardone always says that I always agree with. He does it for freedom, and that's what I want: freedom. Nice, nice yeah, freedom. Man. The most important thing. Straight up. The um, what was I gonna say? Ah, I was gonna go back to the. Ah, oh, we mentioned them earlier. Okay, I'll get back to that. Whatever slipped my mind. But Furnish Finder, they finally they sent me a lead. That's I guess that's how they do it. Yeah. They, send, they send you a lead, and then they give me her contact info, and I, and I try to contact the nurse. Okay. And um, <laughs> it's so funny. Well, the contact info, it was the phone number had one extra number on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was like, what the hell? I was like, what the hell? I, I messaged him. I said, this phone number has an extra number. It, it doesn't do nothing. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, that's the one she posted. I was like, well, I'll try to email her. And so I emailed her, and I messaged her through the app or whatever. It's not really an app. It's just through the computer. And I didn't hear – I haven't heard anything, dude. Not a response, nothing. Her profile doesn't say very much at all. It doesn't say anything. It just shows her name. I mean, this is a – I don't know about this furnish finder thing, man. Maybe um, Mater Mr. Mr. Al, Al Williamson is having luck with it, but I'm not, dude. I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's just been a short time, but still. We're about to hit up old Al about that. Um 
Yeah, let's hit up Al about that. Because I've been hearing you say that Furnish Finder. I thought it was good because of what I'm hearing. Everybody yeah. keeps saying it's good. People post their little numbers on it. Uh, but I did before I – I didn't sign up with Furnish Finder. I just emailed them and talked to them. I was like, hey, how many nurses or whoever do you have coming to this area? They sent me a number. I don't know. Uh, they sent me like four or five people that were looking or whatnot. Now, so you still don't have this woman's information? Uh, I sent her an email from what that was on there. I didn't hear anything back. And the phone number, I, I went ahead and guessed because it was like, it started with a two, but then it had like a, what the three numbers after that seemed, it was three, two, three. So I assumed, well, okay, maybe it's a California thing. Maybe that two was just a mistake. And so I texted it to that number and then the California looking number. And um, I haven't heard anything back. But yeah, it's just weird. But one thing, I mean, yeah, you haven't signed up with them, have you? No, I haven't. I, I think I'm going to though. For ninety nine dollars, I'm going to. Well, well, check check this out Go before ahead. you do that. It says, I guess it's a new thing. I can sign up multiple properties under my same account. So if you want to throw one on there, just throw it under mine. I don't care. I don't for think real? there's no. I don't know if there's a rating system or anything, but yeah, just throw it under mine for free. Oh, we're we're, we're done with the rating system. We're corporate guys now. <laughs> don't hurt us anymore. <laughs> Sorry, Airbnb. No, I'm joking. No, no. But no, you can um, hate us, but you can't rate us. <laughs> you can hate us, but you can't rate us. <laughs> nah, but um, okay. I may, I may look into that. Um, cause I'm, I'm definitely going straight corporate. I, I need to get on Furnish Finder and look at it to see what. So they sent you a lead. What was she looking for? It just said, um, looking for a, a place in Dallas from March first to the March thirty first. That's all it said. One month. One month. Ugh. Yeah, see, corporate housing by owner—they give you guys for six, seven months. It's a couple of one monthers, but they—they're—they're kind of—they're not—they don't really exist too much. And you get all kinds of leads with them. Yeah. So I guess corporate housing by owner may be better than Furnish Finder in our area, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe where Al Williamson is at, it works out good. But here, no. Yeah, because he's what, not too much. Bay? Not so far. He's in the Bay Area, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It may work a little. Yeah, different market. Got to know your market. Like Lucas Carl said, got to know your market. Yeah, but then we got to do all kinds of homework to know our market, man. Oh, I love doing that, man. Crunching <laughs> numbers, looking at different stuff. Hey, that's how I – hey, doing your research on your market is how – that's how I know I can get my rooms up to 800 to to $1,000 a month, right? So this is what I was doing the other day. I was on Craigslist. I was just kind of looking, trying to look at competition, like what people are charging. These people are charging like seven hundred fifty bucks a month for a room with nothing in it. I'm like, damn. I'm like, I got all these amenities and I'm charging six hundred. I'm going up to like thousand, man. Yeah. You hear oh, me? Okay. Yeah. You so, faded out. Oh my bad. So I was like, man, I got to go up. You know what I mean? Damn, seven hundred fifty a month. Yeah, for an empty room. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I got to go up. So. That's, I mean, you got to do research, market research. Plus, I I was talking to Will, and he was telling me how much he was charging. And uh, I was like, yeah, I got to go up. So, Wow. Yeah. You know, before the, before we did the Adam James interview, um, I got hit up. Someone was trying to arbitrage me. For real? A girl named, yeah, shout out to Cammy. She was trying to hit me up and try to rent my spot out in Hearst to rent it out. Or she was just getting trying to gauge it, you know, to see because she wanted her to try out Cause she has some houses in South Lake that she does. And she does real good. Um, okay. She makes like eight thousand a month in, in one of the houses. Why ain't Cammy uh, on this show, man? 
Huh? Why ain't Cammy on this show? I I told her, but you know, <laughs> and she's a real good talker too. She um, you know, she's real sociable and stuff. But I've tried. It. I was like, when are you gonna get on the show? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm busy, this and that. Oh, I was sick. And she she has a lot of excuses. So okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I'll, I'll keep reaching out to her. But I was like, well, shoot, if you can make me, if you can make me eight thousand a month <laughs> in my that's, house, yeah. That's what she said. And, well, she said the South Lake house. Oh, that's a rich, you know, rich peopleville. Yeah, and it is a it's a nice house. But I was like, if you can make me, shoot, I'm making probably like two clearing two grand, which is a, which is all right, you know. But I'm paying all the bills and all that and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm making about five or six hundred a month after after all that, which ain't bad. But if you can juice it up to three thousand, four thousand a month, shoot, yeah, I'll, I'll let you do it, and I'll, you know, and you'll get twenty percent or whatever you're gonna charge me to run it for me. She's gonna, yeah, she's fine. gonna run it for twenty percent. That's what she was saying. Well, she says it like this: if she has to go in there and um, and design everything and do all the work, she, she'll charge thirty percent. But if she's just gonna run it for you, it's twenty percent. Yeah, she told she runs her arbitrage way different from me. <laughs> yeah that's true right? yeah yeah i run it a different way different way but yeah um so for example I, i'll tell you what i would have done i would have told you hey i'll give you 25 you you would have told me hey i'm i'm clearing two grand paying everything i'll give you 2500 a month and then i'll go put my renter in your place you know that's what I mean? fine. I'd, I'd be happy with twenty five hundred. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. Go ahead, arbitrage me, bro. If, if I got, <laughs> if I can get a client, I mean, when's your next? How long are you open from? Do 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 do. Actually, March March is open. Now I've got someone in April already. Oh, never mind. I think May. You need you need like three six need, months, right? I need like six months. I need March all the way to July. You had some people already. Hmm. You had some somebody in mind already. Yeah, yeah. I already got a client. I'm just finding him a place right now. Oh, you hadn't found him a spot yet. I just got to find him a spot. I'm done after that. Oh wow! Let me kick. Let me kick all my guests out this year. <laughs> hey, you you gave the perfect opportunity. You said, "Hey, I'll just hey, I'll put you in a nice place." Tell that guest, "I'll put you in a nice yeah, place." Yeah, I got now. I got four people to do that too. So screw that. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Staying a week at a time. I ain't gonna put them up the double tree for a week at a time. Come on, yeah, take yeah. all my profits. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. But yeah, if it was just one or two, yeah, you could have done that. But yeah, let's let me know when your place is available, and if I have some uh, people, I'll let you know. Okay, cool. But I have to, I have to just let I have to find out how much they want. Like, it's pretty much a matter of talking to these people. They'll tell you like this dude just straight told me, "Hey, I'll pay eighteen hundred to three grand a month, however much." You need a hammer, whatever amenities you can give me, and I need a backyard. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So if they tell you this, you just go find the place, too. It's easy. <laughs> so I was like, dang, this is easy money, man. So That's nice. Yeah, all right, all right. What, let's, let's, let's talk weaknesses. One of my biggest, my biggest weakness is patience, especially with the real estate game. If I if I see that oh crap you know I don't got nobody next week you know I'll start freaking out a little bit start dropping my prices until I get someone in there you know I, I I lack patience and I know it's hurting me in the long run it gets me my you know it fills up my place in the short run but I know in the long run it's hurting me and um and I guess that and, and I hear all these podcasts talk about you know you got to look at it, things out of abundance instead of um, scarcity. And so, and I and I do. I, I mean, most of us do. But I got that scarcity mentality. I grew up, you know, kind of poor, and um, we didn't have much. And so I, and, and then now I, you know, got a wife and, and kids. 
and I got to take care of them, and I, you know, I need to make ends meet. That's all I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, I got, I know I should charge more and wait longer and get the the right ones, but I'm like, man, I got to get this, I got to get this money now. This is why I look at it, man. Have you ran your numbers on your house? Like, that's what I was doing today. I, I know exactly. Like, do you know how much every single thing in your house costs? I haven't ran the specific numbers, not yet. Run those numbers. Because in order for you to be patient and for you to, because you're lowering your prices because it's lack of, it's confidence. You're like, dang, I ain't going to. So you got to get confident in your game. So what you have to do is you have to run those numbers, know what those numbers are. So you need, uh, for example, you know, so you know what your minimum night price needs to be to make a profit. Then you start gauging from there. You know what I mean? Work right, right, right. And that's what I do. That's why that's how I came up with all this stuff. Like to, okay, this is how much we're gonna make to cash flow this house while we're living in it. Because I just start working numbers, man. It gives you confidence on what to do, how to do it. You may want to go the corporate route, man. You know what I mean? I'm trying, dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying, but <clears throat> I still got to get the mortgage paid every month. So I'm yeah, see, and that'll get still you utilizing there. Airbnb. That'll get you there. You, you should I guess I have a bad taste from the furnished finders. They, they didn't do crap for me, you know, and I paid them 100 bucks to start off, and, you know, I'm going to ask for my money back. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if they didn't do it for you, yeah. I mean, um, I would I would call them every day. Just be like, hey, man, you guys got anybody? Uh, you, I gave you guys 100 bucks, and you guys are kind of lacking. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, just call them every day. See what they do. Man, I'm getting hit up through Airbnb. My bad, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I guess that we can. Okay, America, uh, Canada, Mexico, Europe, everywhere that listens to the show. Hold on. Now you can finally see what I have to go through as we podcast every week. Micah getting blown up with all these hits on Airbnb, and I'm just sitting, sitting here carrying the show. My back is tired after these shows from carrying Micah. <laughs> so it's funny you said that. You said people in Canada, this, this lady wrote, started off, hello from Canada. <laughs> my mother and oh. I are coming. Oh, read it out loud. Let's hear this. What the fans hear? What a what a one of your messages sound like? This is super long, dude. Okay, never mind. That's boring. Don't, <laughs> this don't hang is up. super long. Don't... Like she's like telling. Yeah, yeah, okay, never mind. Uh, that's super long. But yeah, man. In order for you to get there, I think you'll get there. Just man, just know your numbers. Just crunch your numbers. Get a um. Matter of fact, get an app. I got an app. I'll pull it up right now. As a matter of fact. What's it called? It's called I use Bill Keeper and Billminder. I use Bill Are Keeper. Are those free? Yeah, they're free. I put them on. Do you have an iPad? Yeah. Yeah, get an iPad. Pull put up Billminder and Bill Keeper. Tell you how much everything is a month in your house. Easy. Oh, not in my you, house is. Yeah, your house is. See, yeah, that's why I use Bill Billminder for all my rental properties. Here's Bill, here's where um Grant Cordon. Cardone. No, go ahead. Cardone. When he, when he, when he hopped in, he, I heard him whispering in my mind the other day, especially after this cold snap that we had, and I had uh, had some high ass um, gas bills. One at the house in Hearst Dude. was like two hundred and twenty bucks. It was the highest it's ever been in my life. The one here was like almost two hundred dollars. Like God, dog. Grant Cardone's right, man. He's the having a house is the worst investment you could have. <laughs> Dude. I paid my gas bill this morning. Do you know how much it was? Uh, two fifty. Two forty six, dude. Oh, damn. I looked. I'm like, yo, but you see that? There goes the profits what? right there. No, no, not me. 
guess what? I already knew my number. <laughs> I knew my number. I was good. I'm like, oh, I'll pay it, whatever. It's cool. You know what okay. I mean? You got you to gotta, you gotta be at that place where you know your numbers. That's that's cool, but that's, still it hurts. It stung a little bit though, right? Yeah, it stung a little bit, but that's why I say I want a place that can cash flow X amount. So if, like, that's what Grant Cardone says with apartments. That's why he says I go for apartments. He goes because if they if I rent to go down, I I take a little bit of a hit, not a big hit. You know what I mean? But that's why I yeah. want Grant Cardone on the show because I'll tell him, hey man, I can cash flow way more than you off one property. So if rents go down, <laughs> I take a little hit too. Challenge. Yeah, you know. <laughs> One thing, uh, um, Steve tip yeah, for everybody. Okay, you got me on to Beyond Pricing, right? Yeah, yeah. I've never um, put my credit card information. I've never put any payment methods in it, and I still use it, man. They hit me up with some emails, like, after that first month expired, a free month expired or whatever, and... Um, Hey, uh, we don't have your credit card information, and it's you know it's only we only charge one percent a month, which is cheap, blah blah blah. And so please sign up your credit card. I never did that. Sounds and like. And I went back. Huh? Go ahead, go ahead. And I went back there the other day, and I was like, oh, like uh, like a month ago, I was like, I wonder if this still works? Because you know after I got away from the free month, the free months or whatever it was, and um, I because I, I just started after I didn't pay it you know I didn't pay I was like, eh, you know I'm gonna try to do the pricing myself and I just I was adjusting the prices myself and I went back to it it's like I wonder if I could still do this and I went on there and I hit sync prices and and I you know I put my my low price and the medium price and boom it sunk it sank, synced the prices and I was like I'm not paying for this thing but they're still they're still doing my prices for my Airbnb and VRBO and, and not charging me a dime. Everyone on uh, Beyond Pricing, take your credit cards off because I know I'm about to, and uh, I guess it'll still work. <laughs> or they may be doing it for us. They know we advertise them on the podcast. They may be doing us a favor. Uh, yeah, I don't know, that, that, but yeah, that's that's weird. I didn't know that, but no, they they sent me like a bill like like last month. I think I paid them like a dollar and thirty eight cents. Oh really? Yeah, no, that's cheap. Yeah, I know, but I, I wasn't really. I think I had a couple guests, but then I went the corporate route, so. You know how that so they is. sent you a bill, or you have your credit card on there? I have my credit card on there. Okay, so it automatically charged it. Mm-hmm. Over like a dollar. Yeah. Okay. Because they were saying something like I made two thousand dollars one month, and so that would be twenty bucks, right? I owe them twenty bucks. Yeah. One percent. Well, is that right? Yeah, that's one percent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, twenty bucks. Yeah, because hundred dollars would be one dollar. That'd be no, oh, that'd be that's ten percent. Hundred dollars would be two dollars, right? Two percent would be one. Let's just say we're doing percentages here. I'm trying to do math in my head. We got the so that yeah, twenty bucks would be something like that. Whatever, whatever the price was, and I was like, well, I didn't pay it, but but they're still managing my pricing for me. Crazy. And um, yeah, that's just that's a Steve tip right there. Sorry, beyond pricing. Yeah, man. Okay, that's I did not know they weren't charging you, bro. I did not know that. <laughs> That's that is crazy. Bad. Oh, man. Uh, let me see. Oh, the other day, the other day, the stock market tanked like 400 points, right? Yeah, so my mom and was going off about that. Who? My mom. They're real big in the stock market. Oh, okay. Because I was saying, you know, back in the day, I would have been like, oh, crap, you know, 401k. But I was like, it didn't phase me. So if I feel like I'm, I'm going on a different journey now. You know, stocks go up, go down, whatever. I don't even look at my 401k. And I'm just like, I'm just like, um, I, I'm, I got this, you know. 
I, I, I got the real estate. And even and I even had some I even had some friends say, you know, it's the stock market isn't isn't like a real good in, indicator of the um, of the economy as a whole. Because he said like over 70 percent of people don't even own stocks. And I and I thought about that. And I was like, is, if that's a true number, that that really says that kind of says something, you know, and I have friends. I have tons of friends that, you know, have regular jobs or whatever. And I'm not saying I don't say the hood, but, you know, just have regular, you know, whatever warehouse jobs. They don't want to offer any benefits kind of thing. It's just millions of Americans that work in jobs like that. Don't that don't have 401ks, don't have, you know, health insurance. <laughs> I'm a contractor. though. I purposely look to not get those things, though. Yeah. And then and then they don't have well, you have an IRA at least. Yep. But there's a lot of tons of people who don't have IRAs. Anything, you know, they've never talked to a financial advisor. They just, you know, scrape along broke all their lives. And that's that, you know what I'm saying? And there's, and I was like, well, that makes sense, you know. I Maybe the stock market could be doing good, but a lot of people could still be struggling at the same time. Uh, I have, a, like, my um, my boy, he, he just sends me stocks. Like, I'm, I'm about to get back into it because I got to. I'm about to start diversifying a few funds. So I'm, I'm about to put like a couple grand in the stock market just to buy a few more marijuana stocks. You know, that's <laughs> my thing, man. Because when everybody's on Bitcoin, everybody hopped off the Bitcoin train, which I said would happen, right? Everybody hopped it off sunk. the Bitcoin It's it, like down to like 9,000 now or something. Dang, I wish I could have shorted that, man. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was going to go down. Because I'm like, you don't, I'm like the first rule of investing, you don't ever hop in something when it's hot. You short it no. when it's hot. Yeah. I was like, dang it, I wish I would have shorted that. So short Apple right now. Short them. Really? It's hot right now? Apple? It's oh, nice. they're killing it, dude. Thanks. I think they have that. like $258 billion in cash reserves, like the most any company has ever had. I don't know, it's something like that. They're just, oh, man. So they're thinking they're going to be buying back a lot of their stock. Dang, dude. That's crazy. It's nuts, dude. But, but my, my point was like, the top stock market tank 400 points the other day and i just like whatever you know i'm doing my own thing i'm, I'm doing my own investment for the future sure and my, my family's future whatever ends up in my 401k that's icing on the cake that's how i that's how i look at it you know that's what's up because 401k is free money you know what i mean you match you get free money yeah. you match you always do the match dude yeah that's like that's what mahogany does i told her match it get free money and we, we don't we barely even look at our 401k. Like, I think last time we looked at it, it was a nice little chunk of change. We were like, okay, we got our own thing going. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, man. Do you have a calendar that you stick to, like, religiously? Yeah, right there, man. I got a calendar right up there that I mark stuff off on. I also, I've been, I just started using Google Calendar on my phone. Really? So, yeah, because last week I was super busy. Mahogany was out of town. And I just had to like I had a lot to do. I got I got a lot done, but yeah, man, I I stick to that Google Calendar religiously, man. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm I'm more man. I, digital calendars don't work for me too good. Why not? I don't know. I just I just forget they're there. Don't look at them. <laughs> don't update them. Nothing, man. I mean, if it's like a a doctor's appointment or a dentist appointment, I'll throw it on there, and then it'll remind me whatever. But like, as far as getting ideas and stuff like that, like like we're talking to to Adam James, man, we're dropping his name a lot. Maybe that's gonna bring our ratings on this show up. Straight up, AJ. <laughs> send, the, send the Adam James YouTube army at us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> AJ got the game. <laughs> Apparently, all his fans are Androiders. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool, man. And um, anyway, so Adam. He said, and you you came up with something. You, you told him the I forgot you were telling him something, 
you like you were gonna do something. He's like, well, if you don't put it on your calendar, it doesn't exist. That's like kind of thing. And I was like, yeah. man, that's true. Yeah. Because then it's not action. And I was like, right man, up. that's that's deep right there. It's I mean, it's not deep, but it's like, it's obvious. But it's something that most of us, I know for me, I, I I'm going back to me a lot. But I, I think I know a lot of people that don't plan like that. That don't keep up a calendar. That don't keep up. They don't write down goals. They don't write down, you know, what they want to be in five years, ten years, whatever. Be, yeah. Even what they're going to do in a week, you know. And I'm one of them. And it, But there's so much power when you put pen to paper. You know what I'm saying? Pen to paper, minds to minds. Like, one of the biggest helps is Mahogany. Like, I don't want to talk about our finances, but, like, when me and Mahogany, we had a two-bedroom apartment in Dallas, right? paying these high-ass bills and whatnot but and like today we were just getting all our uh getting all our finances together you know it's first of the month for us investors so we love this time of the month payday (laughs) yeah yeah so (laughs) my sister posted that on facebook today but yeah so you know it's investors we love first of the month but she was like dang you remember when we were struggling to trying to save two thousand dollars a month and now it's just like we can we know how to do that you know what I mean? And that's the cool thing about real estate investing, man. It opens up so many options, especially what we're doing with the share economy and maximizing one property. You know what I mean? Yeah. Straight that's up. a beautiful thing, man. It is, man. It's growing. Growth. Um, <laughs> one, one funny thing. Check this out. That that Cami that Cami girl. Well, she's only been doing Airbnb for a few months too, right? And she's and she's claimed she's killing it in South Lake, whatever. I'm like, Claims. man, I, I said I said I said South Lake. First of all, that's rich peopleville. I'm surprised they let you do it in the first place. She's like, yeah, they're already talking about shutting down Airbnb. I was like, they don't even allow apartment complexes in South Lake. They're so hoity-toity white people. Um, I mean, Caucasian, <laughs> Caucasian friends. I love I love them. But, um, it's, it's Richville. I, okay, there's some there's some minorities there too. I'm sure cleaning the houses and um <laughs> but what i was saying <laughs> okay this is our show we can do whatever we want don't get offended we love all you fans oh, white, black, Mexican, asian we love all you guys everybody <laughs> and we joke with y'all y'all joke with us we don't care we have we got tough skin so anyways <laughs> I read show. um <laughs> All right, go ahead. She was, like, she, she was throwing these numbers at me, you know, like kind of like bragging a little. And she's like, what what, what, what do you do there? At the, what kind of numbers do you do at the house? I was like, oh, man, probably two grand a month. And, you know, so far I just started out. And and I was like, you know, um, and me and my buddy, we have a, I told her about the podcast. She's like, you have a podcast about Airbnb and, you, and you're like a novice. You just started and like kind of like scoffing a little. And I was like. Well, yeah, I mean, I was like, we don't have to be experts to start it. I mean, like, um, Bob Costas calls Michael Jordan's games. It doesn't mean he can play like Michael Jordan, right? We can still <laughs> we can still talk about Airbnb without being freaking Airbnb billionaires, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. She kind of, in that regard, she's, she's a little bragging a little bit, you know? I don't know what her Does she have a website? Was, no. She don't have a website. She just runs like a couple over there in South Lake, which is Rich Peopleville, which is why she's probably doing so good. And it's not like the real world isn't really like that when you start off on Airbnb. You know what I'm saying? So hold on, she, she's 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 running she's running numbers in South Lake, right? And she so she she's she's pretty much going for high end properties. Well, it just happened that way, yeah, because they lived there. And then they kind of moved out and they Airbnb in the house. So she's only running like okay, she's running high end properties. She she's only doing Airbnb. Yeah, just Airbnb. 
Yeah, she probably is clocking, man. She's probably making some money. But like I said, rich people don't like crap like that in their neighborhoods. They don't like they don't like people I mean, even mentioning the word Airbnb. You that know also saying? comes to the fact is, is she a good host? So you gotta I'd be diving, I'd be asking questions. I'd be like, So how are you a good host? where's your profile page? Can I can I hop on it and see what you're doing? Well, she sent me some she sent me some links. I'll send you the links. Oh it'll, it'll yeah, let me good. see. Properties look good. Yeah. And um but I'm just saying, you know, okay, yeah. you started off in South Lake, so you're gonna make numbers like that right off the bat. Because it's South yeah. Lake. Sure. And it, whatever. But anyways, so I just thought that was funny how I we can't we can't talk about we ha- can't have a podcast about Airbnb because we're not Airbnb experts that have done this for years. It doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah. We're, we're, we told people from the beginning, and people like that about they they said that we're on the journey with them, you know. Yeah. And they're, they're 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 looking at the same they're on the same. A lot of people are just starting off too. Some people are doing it forever, and we've learned from those people, and it's cool, yeah. you know. And we and we let them on our show, and and we all grow. We all learned something from but each other. But we, we are Airbnb experts. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, think about this. Yeah. Look at how many Airbnb people we have brought together and learned from in this short amount of time. Yeah. We probably yeah. have more Airbnb resources than just some random person doing Airbnbs out of their house. Yeah. That it's, makes sense. Fair, And we're facilitators. Straight up, man. And we're willing to so learn I'm- from other hosts. I'm like a point guard, right? And I guess, and, and you're my trusty center. I always get the ball to you, Micah. No, no, no. I'm the wing, man. I'm like Kobe, man. I'm hitting the game when it's shot, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm passing the game winning pass to you then. There you go. Every time. <laughs> D fish. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're, yeah we're, we're doing good in time. We're, we're, you know, we're way over as always. But, you know, we got some more topics we're going to hit on. You got any topics or you wanted me to grab some from here? Yeah, go ahead and grab some from your end, man. Okay. Did you watch the new Star Wars? <laughs> no. Are you a Star Wars fan? I, I watched some Star Wars. I ain't got fully into it. I, I'm All real right. big into certain sci fi. Oh, okay. Like what? Some Netflix stuff. Like, oh, okay, okay. Look, here's a quick story how I got involved in sci fi. Uh, I was actually bored at work. I was working the old overnight shift, and the only thing to do was to watch Netflix. So I went through a bunch of Netflix shows. By the way, I just finished Ozark, which isn't sci fi, but that is a dope show. Watch that. Okay. Ozark's dope. So, but yeah, things. I just ended up watching this show called Dark Matter, and I actually just started liking it. It's a sci fi show. It was pretty dope. Cool. So that's how I kind of got into the sci fi game. Nice. When did did we we didn't talk about it last week because we we interviewed um we had an interview right I guess yeah yeah we had T work we didn't yeah. <laughs> twerk T work T work T work um Arlington Airbnbs under attack Arlington is where we live oh yeah oh and we do yeah business. we haven't talked about that so we're supposed to have Tracy on I think next week let me check my calendar. That I live by religiously. She's on the be on the seventh, which is next week. We'll have Tracy on, and Tracy is leading the charge against the city of Arlington for pro Airbnb rights. Uh, but yeah, Arlington's trying to throw some legislation at you, at us. That's pretty much what's going down. Um, it was some interesting emails that were thrown back and forth, like a few, like that email with the lady said she didn't want to pay taxes. I was like, that ain't the way to start off a conversation with the city. <laughs> like, yeah, we're all about to be shut down. Don't don't start off the conversation like that. So yeah, man, it's been interesting. Um, well, but Con had a good take on that. He said, just um, 
tell them you're going to pay the 20 or 30 or 50 dollar fee and then get registered and and you know that just it gives them a happy feels okay they're doing something that's cool and you know but after the strikes you're out deal that she's throwing around i don't know what the hell no, that's about that, that wasn't her she, she, that was the city proposed that to her and she was like whoa you know what i mean um, and then, but how they proposed it, they used language like, oh, yeah, it'd be this, this, and this. And it probably sounded good. But then after you meet up with everyone and everyone's like, nah, that ain't a good idea. Like, for example, after I sent that email of what I said about certain things like legislation, I was and the, the guy who re- replied right after me. He was like, why are we giving them ideas of legislation? And I was like, that's a good point. I'm like, well, the only thing we should tell them that we're going to do is pay taxes and hopefully get those taxes lowered because we're this small of a company, right? So right. that that we, we shouldn't be giving them any ideas. Like, if long-term renters are there, so, so should short-term renters. It's property rights at the end of the day. I can have whoever I want in my house. And that's what um, – that's why I didn't answer the thing. And I, again, I was thinking that in my head. I'm not going to give them any ideas. And I was thinking the, the first rule of negotiation – is let the other person give their price first. You know what I'm saying? That's real talk. And then give your price. Because if we th- if we throw out our price first, then they'll, they'll just raise their raise their price back at us. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Whoever throws the first price in negotiation loses. That's the oldest book. That's the oldest trick in the book, man. So we're over here throwing our price out there already. Our neg- our um, ideas to them, they're gonna come back w- with bigger ideas at well, us. You know? It's, I don't know. Well, we'll. we'll We'll interview Tracy this next week, and we'll we'll tell her that let's like let her like hey let's not give the matter of fact tell them the only thing we're gonna do is pay taxes, and if you have a bad host, you go talk to the bad host that's throwing the parties or whatever. Don't throw all of us in one bunch because I'm pretty sure it's a bunch of long term tenants who are throwing parties, and now y'all aren't saying hey we're gonna stop renting long term. Come on now. <laughs> no seriously, I mean come on now. I, I think we should have the same. Legislation as the long-term tenant people, because if we if we go in there like you just said, start throwing around ideas, those ideas can come back and bite us in the ass. That's true. That is true. So everybody should. Uh, we're talking about Arlington, Texas, but I mean it's happening in man a lot of neighborhoods in this country, and all over the world actually. Airbnb legislation. So you know, hey, oh, get. Yeah, one big piece of advice is get involved. Go to the meetings, you know, go to the city hall meeting because the only people showing up to these meetings are the ones that are pissed off about Airbnb and they're screaming at the councilman. And then they're like, well, we got to do something about it, you know. And if but they're not hearing the other side because us um, Airbnbers, you know, we, I don't know. We don't make time to go to stuff like that. A lot of us. You went to it. Yeah. And, and, man, I think it's hotel lobbyists in there. Um, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist. But, okay, so there's a few people that stood up and talked, right? And this is one guy in the back. He, he said he lived out in somewhere south of Mansfield or whatever. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm like, why is he here? You know, he, he's yeah. talking about these people are coming to town to throw parties and all this other stuff. And I'm like, what does this have to do with you if you don't even live around here? I'm like, you work for the hotel lobby or something or the hotel lobbyists or something? And, like, that's why I asked people, are hotel lobbyists behind this? A lot of people were saying no. I'm like, how do you know who the hell they send in these meetings? Wouldn't you, if you're a hotel, wouldn't you send somebody in there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. you ain't going to walk in there wearing no big-ass Hilton sign, of course, and they know who you are. They're, they're of course, going to be like, yeah, he's against Airbnb. He, does, he just wants some money. You know what I mean? But, Stir it up, bro. Straight up. That's how I think about hand, it. Go give some handshakes to the councilman when you're, when you're leaving, you know, with some, with some hundies in there. Straight just up. Just hey, my name is so-and-so, and nice to meet you. 
And we're, we're not in any way <laughs> suggesting that the city councilmen of Arlington are corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I know what you mean. You know, that's how business gets done in most cases. Lobbyists. I mean, lobbyists live at the White House, right? Straight up. Even yeah. though he drained the swamp, there's more lobbyists than ever. I don't know how that works, but, you know, <laughs> politics. Um, one, yeah, more thing. one more thing. One more thing. You know, the show's going, going on a little bit long. That's cool. We're getting some good stuff out. But one more thing I definitely wanted to touch on was... Uh, oh, <laughs> if Arlington, if they do ban Airbnb in Arlington, I don't know if nothing will happen, but... Y'all want to sell your uh, fully furnished places to to Micah and Steve Incorporated, you know, and we'll give you a good price on your fully furnished places, you know. And what are you going to do with all fact, that furniture in that house? We'll, we'll snap it up for you. Yeah, we either sell it or we'll rent it out for you. <laughs> Straight up. So, hey, like I said, you got to have an extra strategy. We're planning. If anything goes south, uh, Micah and Steve will still be in business. Still be in business. Straight up. Yeah, forget that. We'll be living Letting and thriving. And thriving. Straight up. Was <laughs> well, yeah, a man. good show, man. Episode 42. I had fun with it. Our first real Skype episode, because the other one was kind of Skypey, but I don't know how much video we took, and it yeah. was kind of choppy, but hopefully this one comes out good. Yeah. From now on, we're telling get, all our guests to hardwire. Yeah, and y'all get to see our, our beautiful faces, and that's awesome. That's great for you fans out there, you know? Yeah. Our beautiful faces. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but no, um, see our families. That's pretty neat, man. It, it's yeah. kind of cool. Hopefully, hopefully we we keep going good at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be popped off. Um, so, man, subscribe, rate us on iTunes, send us an email at liveletthrive at gmail dot com. Call us four six nine three hundred ninety one hundred. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Like our face. Oh yeah, we have a Facebook fan page, Live Let Thrive fan page. You can hit us up, talk to us in there. We're on Twitter now. Follow us on Twitter. Stitcher, check us out on Stitcher. Um, also, we have our first, what is it? What we call the advertiser? Who advertises? Oh, I, I wouldn't call it advertiser. More like a partner. Partner. You know, not, there you go. A partner. Is yeah, yeah. She is. She's uh, <laughs> She's showing cleaning videos. If you need some cleaning tips, check out my Southern Soapbox YouTube channel for all the latest and greatest cleaning tips with Julie Bonnie. Yeah, my Southern Soapbox. Those called. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, and that's cool because I mean, it's she's gonna put us, she's gonna put uh, our info on her show, which is cool, and it's just you know helping each other out. Affiliate marketing, got, huh? Affiliate marketing. Affiliate is that what it is? Okay, yes, sir. Well, let's see, and and cleaning is like a really really important thing with the Airbnb community. So you might learn some tips and stuff like that. Go check it out. And uh, if y'all got some stuff you want us to mention on the show, and you got a good platform for us to be hopping on your things you know your outlets and uh, let us know hit us up or some you good know? money and some money <laughs> <laughs> we get thousands of listeners now that's cool all righty well great show man uh virtual handshake or fist pump or boom and all that stuff peace we are out, <laughs> peace out. later thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of live let thrive be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of airbnb and all that entails Bye-bye.